It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You wash your mouth out with soap. Why would we serenade anyone? No, why you leave me? <laughs> so I was like, absolutely fucking not. It's time to get a fucking eye watch. What are you doing with a fucking Fitbit? <laughs> You're listening to the Hide and Seek Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel like that's just the thing we have to do all the time now. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm Amy. I'm Melissa. And today, ugh, I was just, okay. All right. So let's just get into it. So yesterday, I received a phone call from an old client of mine who I held extremely dear. She's hilarious. She's always got something funny to say. It's like, anyway, I love this woman. And I got a phone call yesterday um, with some inquiries about my, <laughs> my old boss and she was just kind of wondering, you know, why her and I don't talk anymore and, you know, just kind of the whole story and what happened. And it was a very wonderful phone call and it was like a really wonderful kind of like emotional release for me as well, because for whatever it's validated. Been, yeah, I feel, I felt so validated because basically for like the last year I've been like kind of torturing myself a little bit being like, do I have to explain what actually happened? Because where we left off, I feel as though she thinks one thing happened, whereas that thing never happened. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a big old miscommunication there. And Mm -hmm. I feel like she never took the time to ask me what happened. But at the same time, you know, on the other hand, I never took the time to explain what happened because I didn't know if it was worth it. And honestly, now after talking to her yesterday, my, my old client, I feel like, you know what, it, it, it wouldn't have been worth it to explain it in the first place. Like, what was it gonna, what was it gonna do me? You know? So I don't know how yeah. much I have to explain that, but basically, um, my old boss, her and I were, were friends and she's just one of those people who like enjoys being angry at other people and not just like annoyed with other people. I mean, like, like deep down hatred, angry, like never forgives, like that kind of like, it's very deep seated. And if you're like, you try to explain like, no, that's not what this other person meant. Like, what are you, why are you even mad at them? This isn't what happened. She just still chooses to be angry. I mean, all right. I, all right, I have an opinion on this. I have yes. an opinion on this. I have an yes. opinion on this. I have an opinion yes. on this. Okay. Here's why. Here's why. Here's yes. the deal. Um, I have bouts of rage and mm-hmm. ridiculousness. Yeah, I know. Right? You scare me. <laughs> yes. So all I need is to be validated in the moment of this is fucking outrageous. Like, you know, when you like mm-hmm. do the thing or you have like, you know, the road rage kind of deal, yeah. you know, like that yeah. thing where, where you're by yourself or you're with, I don't know, Amy. 
and you're telling her about this ridiculous situation. And the worst thing that you could do to me in the moment is invalidate my feelings. Yep. If you went, uh-huh, yeah. And then I, I, because I am a sane human being, I will most likely walk it back and I'll be like, no, but you know, they were having like a rough day or, you know, like, who knows what was going on with them. You know, but I need to blow my top for a second mm-hmm. and, and then almost, almost like, have you ever been on the, uh, oh my God, what the hell is it called in Disney at, at, um, uh, what's the one with all the animals, Amy, uh, animal kingdom, animal kingdom at animal kingdom in, um, what is it? It's a Yeti, the Yeti ride. You know what I'm talking about? I've never been on the Yeti ride. No. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so <laughs> basically in the middle of the ride, you go up a track and then you slide back and you go through the whole ride again backwards. Okay. Oh, that's me. So, <laughs> so when, when I'm pissed, so let's just say that you saw the whole thing go down, right? You saw this girl mm-hmm. piss me off. Okay. Who knows? But in your mind, you're like, this girl is like, like she's got a point right? Yeah. I'm blowing my top. And if I'm blowing my top to you, the last thing I want to fucking hear you say is, well, (laughs) she technically has a point because in my mind, in that moment, when I'm raging out, I'm going to be like, Oh, you too, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You too. (laughs) And it makes me almost dig my heels into something that I actually don't really fucking care about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the, the invalidation of my feelings in that moment. And I get fucking stupid. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that probably sounds like a dick move, but I really am like a, like a level headed person. (sighs) There are just things that trigger me, right? I think we've talked about in other episodes where it's not the thing that's happening. It's the things like it that happened over the course of my life that Mm -hmm. are bringing me to this 110% reaction Yeah, when really it just might require 10. Yeah. Yeah. So that just, that's where I was going with what you were explaining, but please carry on. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. And, but like the girl that replaced me, she even said that at some point, my old boss went up to her and she's like, look, this is how I am. And you basically have to deal with it. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. If like, you know, you're extra and then you're choosing to actively not try to keep your shit together. Like I've had to call contractors. We were just, ta- you know, contractors, um, and apologize to them because she called and lost her ever loving shit. And now I have to call be like, "Mm, hi, I'm so, and try to smooth shit over for like the psycho lady. Like, no, like, no, 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 no. You know what it's like to be married to John. That's basically what it's like to be married to John. (laughs) No, I can't. And you know what I mean? It's like, and I don't want to validate the behavior because it's not okay. And like, for someone to think it's okay to treat other, because you're treating other people like shit as this is happening. And just because we're supposed to quote unquote, understand you as a person does not mean we deserve to be yelled at. Even if it's just in our general direction, that amount of negative energy being thrown at somebody constantly, my stress levels were like a fucking 11. Like, what are you going to, you know what I mean? Just always like walking on on eggshells. I'm like waiting to get yelled at. I'm waiting to get yelled at about, did you do this? Did you do it? And don't get me wrong. I am not a perfect person. I get pissed off about shit like Mm -hmm. sometimes and sometimes is it unnecessary? Yes. And I announce that it's unnecessary and I apologize ahead of time. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I know I'm being ridiculous right now. And then I say a thing or I can go put myself in a corner and bitch to myself in a corner. I give people the option, but like, 
the consistent, I don't, I just don't understand how people can want to be furious all the time, how they can just want to hold grudges. That is fucking insane. Like it's fucking insane. First of all, they don't realize how toxic it is for their own selves. I don't think they know what's happening. And it's usually misplaced, right? So who knows what's going on with her relationship and parenting a child? Mm -hmm. Who knows if there's so much pent up stuff that they don't talk about that they're already up to their eyeballs. And that one thing just sets off this volcano. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But dude, remember how we talked about the whole like being in like an abusive relationship when you talk about having a good day where you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, today's a good day. Like you would literally like kind of like wince, like walking in to work being like, all right, let's feel it out. Is she having a good day or is she not having a good day? And it's like at some point one of my coworkers even suggested very politely because they were friends with her as well, some therapy to go talk to somebody because this behavior is not normal. And when you're trying to rule the roost of a whole bunch of people, like trying to keep the peace, like you are not a peacekeeper. (laughs) You are not a peacekeeper, you know? And like those little things you do as like thank yous to people, we appreciate, but it's not enough to make up for like your psychotic behavior. No. And I I would love to add to this, um, in conversations with my husband, who's a tradesman, um, abuse on job sites is like a regular thing. Mm -hmm. So like builders basically treat their subcontract. And this is not, not everybody. I'm not generalizing. Yeah. I've just heard of things. Okay. Where builders treat their, um, treat their subcontractors like shit. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, whether or not you're getting paid, whether or not something's done, like calling you on a Sunday evening. Oh yeah. Like again, boundaries are completely fucked. And also that's the way they were treated when they were coming up. So this is how, this is their Mm -hmm. way of, of continuing the cycle of abuse. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And being rough on their, their employees. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's, it's, I mean, do you want to go to work? Do you want (laughs) to spend your time helping these people or, or, you know, getting your hours or whatever it is that you have to do towards your license when someone's shitting on you all the time. Yeah. Abusively. It's one thing to say that you did it wrong or if it costs them money to be like, okay, so what, what's the plan? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because as a business owner myself, I'm like, what's the plan? You just cost me a thousand dollars. So what's your plan in making it up? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get paid, right? But I don't get paid if you fuck it up. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. Or if you don't show up, if you are consistently showing up late every single fucking day and I don't say anything, it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. <laughs> that's me. I'm sorry. Right? I have problems with tardiness. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I had no idea. But I'm it's, like, I'm like, it builds and it builds and it builds, especially with employees. But you're just like, fuck, I need them. They need to be here. Yeah. You know, and you don't say anything. But then when that one thing happens where they actually fuck up, you're getting that whole tsunami of mm-hmm. all days where you were fucking pissed off and it just comes right along. And, and there's also this wonderful disease called entitlement. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, why isn't it done? I don't understand. Well, I mean, you, you clearly aren't in a position to want to understand why yes. something can't be done the way that you want. Mm-hmm. You aren't willing to hear somebody out. And you know what? If you are a hothead, and you are an adult, you should know that you cannot have that conversation in that moment. And there is nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with saying, I am incapable of having this conversation right now. (laughs) 
We should talk. Okay. Just yeah. not right yeah. now because I am going to explode on you and that would be unfair. Yeah. It would be unfair. I've had, I've had people do it. Like when you're in customer service, you expect to get shit on by some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. By some asshole. And for me, because I am sensitive and when I have relationships with clients and they decide to shit on me, Mm -hmm. we are never good. Mm. We are never going to be good because now I know what you're capable of. Mm. And I don't know if you have that same, that same feeling. I don't know. I just know that when I was there, it was really hard because then too, you almost felt as though you had to join in, in the level of anger about shit. Cause it's like reasoning with someone who's that, you know, you know what I mean? There's no reasoning with people a chunk of the time. And I feel like it made me like a worse person by like being there and being like around it. Cause be like, yeah, yeah, let's go bitch about some stuff. And in my head, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I got to go. <laughs> to ask you though, is it the feels that bother you? What do you mean? Okay, let me, let me explain. Okay. So yeah. you're an air sign, which consists of Gemini, Libra, Aquarius uh-huh. okay, for all these people that are listening. Um, emotions are gross. Yeah. Overly emotional people are gr- like you're gross. <laughs> Go take a shower. You're nasty. Um, and your feelings, your emotions are valid, but when you see it in other people, it's like, God, you're so much. I don't, I don't know because I feel like I always try to be fair. You know, it's the damn Libras with the scales. You know, I always try to be fair. I'm like, okay, I know I can be like this a certain amount. I can overreact about certain situations because honestly, there's just certain people that get under my skin. It doesn't happen Mm -hmm. all the time. But when it happens yeah. and they're in there good, like I, like I, I don't know how to get myself out of it. I've been working on that lately, actually. Um, yeah. With one, but of I my mean, like some people, you're like, stop breathing. You're fucking obnoxious. <sighs> I don't know right? what to do with people that don't pick up social cues. If that's what you, <laughs> I'm like, I just said goodbye in seven different terms in <laughs> in social cue right. language. Now right. I must leave. I'm gonna right. back away slowly. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Right. As they continue talking. Oh my God. That happens all yeah. the time. But I don't that happens know. all the time. I just don't like but people that feel you like have, they're allowed to be angry. Yeah. Well, you have given a lot of your time and your alliance mm. to people that 100% did not, not deserve, deserve it. it. Yeah. Not oh, at yeah. all. Not at all. I mean, you were giving them basically your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing I, I had to work on. I'm still working <sighs> on. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I get it. You you need a hug and I want to <laughs> I want to snuggle. I do. I want to snuggle you. I need like then- healthy boundaries because it's also like the amount of stuff that people expect me to be able to do is sometimes unrealistic given the time that they're allotting me for it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And people will mm-hmm. like offer to like pay me for like overtime and this and that, but at the same time it's just just finding that balance, especially like opening my own business. I'm trying very hard to get my own shit done. Like I have online classes I need to be taking. I have like all this stuff I need to be doing. And then I find myself doing tasks for other people because it makes my life easier than when I go back to that job. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's I just al- like the, the silence is nice. 
Yes. Yeah, it is. Well, you can like breathe, man. Being able to get stuff done without being pulled in like 12 different directions. I always say like when I'm at work, I try to do one thing and then doing that one thing leads me to two other things that weren't done as I'm trying to do those two other things that pulls up something else that's not done. So I just leave this trail of unfinished tasks (laughs) throughout the day as I go. And I'm like, I can't. So my day off, I just sit there and I'm like, let me just do it now. Do you ever get frozen? Where like, I don't know what to do with myself. What do you mean? Well, there's like so many unfinished products, projects, I should say. It's almost like you don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's when I do like the SNL skit, like step one, cut a hole in the box. Like, you know what I mean? I always (laughs) like tell myself step one, but I do the cut a hole in a box thing because it's funny. You know what I mean? For those who know, you're welcome. Those who don't, just Google. Google it. (laughs) Google it. Step one cut a hole in the box step two, but you know what I mean? So it like makes me laugh and I go, okay, Amy, yeah. just pick, it doesn't matter which freaking thing. Cause sometimes I'm like, which order does it have to go? And you know what? At some point just start doing shit. And you know what? Those are the days that aren't perfect, but shit, but shit's getting done. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. You know, this is the first time for myself. I've always been able to, um, delegate well, Mm -hmm. or just like, just take over. And I've got a checklist in my brain and I'm like, this needs to get done. This needs to get done. If you're walking downstairs, you're going to be bringing the laundry basket down. It doesn't matter if you throw it in now or not. It's already down there. Your hands free. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're going to be walking to the kitchen, take the cups that the kids left in that. Right. So like, there's always been this thing. And I was even like that at work, this efficiency piece that I have. I love being efficient. Oh, it's magical. Especially (sighs) when you're in a rhythm and everything's just going so well. And you could leave your day being like, boom, I killed it. (laughs) Good day. With with COVID, with having my kids home, with doing online schooling over the summer, Mm -hmm. with um, having a slight reprieve, um, I was able to get a babysitter a few hours a week in the morning, which gave me like this, like breathing room, right? Mm -hmm. This was the first time I was like, I don't care if my kid doesn't log on. <laughs> it's weird. I, I want to, I'm not that person. I'm yeah. not, I would like, I would do it with one eye open with my bathrobe on still like, you know, cause yeah. I'd been up all night with like a screaming toddler. Like I would just do it. Yeah. And this is the first time ever that I was like, I just can't care. I don't have the bandwidth mm-hmm. to find out like, okay, print out the three different calendars that are A, B, C, D, E, F, and they run into other weeks. And is today an F day? Is today a C day? What is the date today? I'm like, I just, I literally became the mom that was like, I'm, I'm tapping out not forever, but just for a little while. And then grandma (laughs) died. And I'm like, two months after my dog died, I'm like, okay. (laughs) You're like, I can't right now. I am doing, I am doing the best that I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if I need to take like an hour a day for myself, if that makes me selfish, then, or a bad mom, like give me the scarlet letter, bitch. <laughs> Bring it on. Give it to me. Because <laughs> never again, never in my life, but it's like, I, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. And I know that there are women with more children than me. Like, mm-hmm. I want to give you, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> I want to hug it out with you because this is the hardest thing mm-hmm. I've ever done. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, I mean, you know, like I thought I had like some, a, a serious skill set. 
Mm-hmm. You know, well, you have the rhythm down. Done. Yeah. Or knowing like exactly how long it takes me to brush my teeth so I can like plan it into my morning with the kids. Okay. The latest that they have to get up is this time. And I mean, scheduling is something that you need for life. I get yeah. it. Um, but when I even think about these teachers who are moms and trying to find childcare and oh my God, like I just heard, I just heard recently, um, from a friend that, uh, her, her, one of her friends, right. So a Mm -hmm. friend, a friend of a friend was unable to go to work today because her babysitter quit. Oh, like, I'm sorry, excuse you. Yeah. Like there's no two weeks notice you can't like, or or a week or uh, do you know what I mean? But to have to do again, that's another layer of shit I don't have to deal with. So, Mm. um, I am grateful for that, but I do feel for people with children right now. I feel for, for kids that have to be home that maybe aren't from the best homes. I mean, yeah, this is a really stressful time for people. And I think if we can on simple things, let somebody cut you in line and don't bring it up. Yeah. Or I mean, just be slightly passive in your daily life. I just feel like it would be so much more helpful, helpful for the greater good. Or, you know, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, you don't ride their ass for the next 20 minutes, (laughs) right? You know, it's just like, let's, let's just take it from a different point of view. I mean, Amy, I am so happy for you that you no longer have to deal with that bullshit. I mean, that was, and I don't think, you know, it's like a weird abusive relationship. You don't know how bad it is. Until you're like, Until you're out. Out. that's right. You know, and I like tried to maintain a friendship because I thought that's what, you know, we were supposed to do. And, you know, there were things I appreciated about them. And at the same time, every time we'd go sit down, it was just like bitching about somebody and in like the nastiest of way, like the most unforgiving of ways. Yeah. And that, again, yeah. it's just like the weight of that negative energy was, oh, I always left like feeling so yucky, not like, oh, I'm so happy I saw my friend. It's like, oh, that was kind of gross. Like I should yeah. probably go like sage shower. myself when I get yeah. home. I should shower and sage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have, I, I have to, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for, um, cutting people out. Yeah. That like, don't, have a place. And that was the part that like, I struggled with the most. I was like, but I felt loyalty all those years. And I'm like, but you know what? Like, it's not, it's It's not not reciprocated. It's not a family, you know, it's not someone I have to have around. It's not, yeah, it doesn't benefit me really. And we're going to work through it. (laughs) You know, I don't, they're not receptive to that kind of, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I find it interesting. I don't know if I've said this, but that um, it was women who were the worst to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel bad about that. I feel bad about that because I can't imagine how many other women don't have this, don't have good experiences with other women. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I didn't. Yeah. I think I, that's probably why I always gravitated to hanging out with guys. You know, I had a bunch of like guys on my block that were super fun to hang out with. We had our three older like guy cousins. I had all my uncles to play with, which sounds really weird, but you know what I mean? Like I did, we'd hang out and and play and you know, well, they were good experiences where with girls it's like shit. Oh my God. I am so happy. Now I have a 10 year old, a six year old and a three year old. Yeah. Okay. I hear stories about how the girls are in like late elementary school, middle Uh school. 
I vaguely remember how it was for me, mm-hmm. but it is insane. I mean, the exclusion and the clickiness and yeah. the cattiness. And I am like, whoa. Yeah. I don't remember that till like starting till like middle school, like high school. I know definitely in high school. Yeah. So yeah, girls, what do they say? Yeah. Girls are like emotional abusers and boys yeah. are like no emotional abusers. terrorists, yeah. emotional <laughs> terrorists. Yeah. You should write that down. Yeah. <laughs> write that down. Since you'll be most likely having the girls, you got to even my Stop shit it. out. Come on, come no. on. No, no. <laughs> please don't wish that upon me. Yeah, it's gonna be your girls too. So they're gonna be stubborn as fuck. <laughs> oh my god, I wouldn't. I I would just be like, and you just live here now. I don't know what to do. Just stand mm-hmm. in this corner. I don't. I got nothing. That's right. Ugh, my worst punishment. <laughs> I apologize to my mom all the time. By the way, <laughs> well, you couldn't help it. You were born that way. <laughs> no, really, really and truly. Let me ex- let me explain. So what I've experienced is um my oldest was born very early. Mm-hmm. He was very difficult. He had opinions about shit at three that I was like, what? Yeah. I don't like, do you not understand that your life depends on me and you're giving me shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um he was he was literally born this way. I do believe that some of it is what is it? Um, oh God! I'm like, come on, come on, Psych 101, isn't it? Um, nature versus nurture. Sure, that's a thing. And, yeah, but I do believe that there are some people who's um, who are headstrong. That that this is just who they are. Who, like whatever gene was activated. Yeah. During conception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That just makes them um prone to being disagreeable. Oh my god, it's just I don't know. My mom always said she's like you were a good kid, but if you didn't want to do something, it was over. It was yeah. over. She <laughs> loves to tell that story about in like kindergarten or whatever it was where I just didn't freaking feel like getting dressed that day. And she'd get me dressed I'd get undressed. She'd get me dressed. I'd get undressed. And she was finally like, I can't do this shit all morning. I got to go to work. So she threw me in the car and she threw my clothes in the car. And she's like, you're just going to go to school in your underwear. <laughs> and like halfway there, I finally went, mom, can you, can you help me get my clothes on? And so she, she did, but yeah, I still, to this day, apologize about that. I was like, mom, I am so sorry that that's just who I was as a person. But I guess as I got older, I, it was also just easier for me to say no to things like social, like, you know, the social things like, like drugs or alcohol. I was just like, nah, Nabi, I'm good. And people always just kind of like respected that, you know, from me. Just, I don't know. I just didn't have a problem being like, nah, that's not me. Thank you though. <laughs> you, you guys do whatever you want to do. But anyway, yeah. So the conversation yesterday was just so wonderful and like so healing for me like on my end where it's like I got to like explain myself to somebody you know because I was just afraid too that like my clients like I loved them like family like there was like over a thousand of them where it's like if they would call like generally I would know their voice you know I knew exactly how long it took for this how long it took you know what I mean they're your family when you're there for like step you see somebody like seven years like I saw them more than a lot of my family members 
you know, especially people that were there like every week or every three weeks or every four weeks, even every six weeks, so much more than I see my family, you know? And it's like, I just never wanted them to think anything like ill of me. And so just being able to get to explain what actually happened to one person was like, so, so wonderful and so validating when she ever said like, you don't need that bullshit. I was like, you're right. I don't. Yeah. And it was just really so good. You should feel so good. Well, it just always felt so yucky. All of it, you know? So Mm -hmm. You do what you got to do. Absolutely. Just mm-hmm. let the freaking Debbie Downers hang out with each other. I mean, yeah, it's true. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. And, and what's so funny is they're either totally oblivious to like what's really going down. Yeah. Or they really just don't even want to know. They don't want to know. They just I, don't want to be wrong. I feel like that's very... They're very headstrong and very their way or the highway a lot of the time. Not always, but a lot of the time. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like once people start just exiting your life one after the other, you should realize maybe it's you at some point. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe it's you. Maybe it's not other people. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. And maybe you should talk about why that's you. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm just like, when, when your vibe is low, that's what you attract. Yeah. And the sad part is like, it, let's just say you're younger, mm-hmm. you'll start attracting, it just might even be self-worth issues. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have self, self-worth issues, you attract people into your life to push you to a place of there is nowhere else but out. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to then deal with it. You then yeah. have to, like, why do I keep attracting these awful, dominant, angry <laughs> women into my life? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just something that you haven't dealt with. Yeah. And I, I think when you date as you get older, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand, because listen, bitches, I'm married, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from what I understand with talking to other women is that like the conversation that you have on a date when you want to start seeing someone seriously is have you done like your work? Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you, have you taken the time to dredge through your emotional shit or realize why you get reactive to certain situations? Mm-hmm. And like, have you clarified this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's important. Yeah. And then when stuff comes up, are you able to talk about why it came up? You know what I mean? What's behind it? Because exactly. again, a lot of the stuff that comes up isn't what you're talking about in that moment. It's everything, all the weight of the old stuff mm-hmm. behind it that's hitting you with that punch. So, And I find that cranky people are from a long line of cranky people. <sighs> I crotchety love cranky people. people. Yeah, I, I know. love well, crotchety people. <laughs> I love like slightly sarcastic anger, like that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my God, they're cranky. I love you. I love people that are just kind of grouchy, but they're big squishes on the inside. Yes, that's that's fun. And I'm like, you're a squishy bear. I'm going to poke you. Poke, poke, poke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the the grumpy ones ones that you get to crack a smile. You're like, yes, 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 yes. It's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. But even like, like, um, you do things as a child to 
it's a survival mechanism. You do things mm. as a child because you want to survive and then they carry on through adulthood and they don't yeah. serve you and they don't do anything and they don't help you and they don't, they actually hinder your adult experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even to fit in with some families, like if, if, you're, if your family's fat, you get fat because that's just what we do. Okay. <laughs> Right. Or if you've got, you've got parents that like run marathons, you run marathons. It's like, I don't know. They're like healthy habits that you either adopt or negative habits that you adopt. Yeah. And I feel like people, it's just the path most traveled with this negativity aspect. Dude, I feel like when you meet people's families, you know, after being like, why are you like this? And, and like you meet the family and it ding, explains ding, ding, ding. so much. And you're like, oh, I get it now. Okay. We're cool. I understand. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Or like, were they the oldest? Were they the youngest? Are they a singleton? Are like, what are they? The middle child syndrome. Middle child. Pay attention. Ah. To <laughs> we just got interrupted by Colin who came down here and he's like, I'm the middle child and I need to speak with you immediately. I have a complaint. <laughs> uh, I, I need to speak him. with the manager <laughs> who's running the ship. Exactly. <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do with these little cutie patooties? You can't. You just can't. And it's good to avoid people who are like this, but it's also freeing Mm -hmm. to have an honest conversation. Yeah. And and if you ever got the opportunity, maybe it would be helpful. I mean, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Um, But you never know. Sometimes people need to hear about themselves. Yeah. But I feel like this person in particular has heard about themselves. And they just don't give a shit. You know, oh, you know there's you people yeah. that it's been brought to their attention and they just don't care to change. Right. Or, you know, put the effort. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really where it is. Because, yeah, some people need to hear it and other people have heard it and are choosing to ignore it. And those people are not people that you want in your lives. If you're not growing, you know, yes. if you're not moving forwards, you're moving backwards. And toxic work environments um, are unacceptable. It's mm, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, work is work and no matter what job you're in, there's stressful parts about your job, but like, man, it really is like all about the people. That's why I love where I am so much. Cause it really is like all about the people, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's a lot more dudes than cranky ass bitches. I mean, it's so real. I am the cranky ass bitch in the house. I like it. <laughs> no, but the thing is you're also, you're a caretaker in a healthy way. Yeah. And you want to be helpful in a healthy way. Yeah. Because if we all just loved on each other a little bit appropriately, yeah, <laughs> I think the world would be a better place. Yeah. And I feel like I'm good at vocalizing the days where I just can't handle it. I'm like, I this person's calling right now. And if I answer the phone, you're going to have to fire me. So I, th- <laughs> I think you should uh, answer that phone for me right now. That'd be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. And once you admit that, you don't have to be perfect. Life is great. But try. Do your damn best. Do your damn best. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the moral of our story. <laughs> that's right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Hide and Seek. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Today's podcast brought to you by The Roadie Chef, located in Fairfield, Connecticut. Check us out at theroadiechef.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.